Welcome to C-Suite Radio. Idly hey! Welcome to another episode of The Brett Allen Show. Prepare to be astonished! A pop culture podcast. Join Brett Weekly as he interviews your favorite celebrities from film, <gasps> oh, television, back in business, baby. comedy, and much more. Inconceivable! Plus, you never know who will stop by. Dude, we are so gonna party! Now, here is your host, Brett Allen. Welcome in, everybody, to another episode of The Brett Allen Show pop culture podcast where we interview your favorite actors from film and television music movies broadway and more and the hits just keep on coming for the show you can find us on social media as the brett allen show just google us and you will find us there wherever pop culture is we're there to hang out and talk to people we have a fantastic guest today uh we are chatting with the super talented wilder yari and they can be seen very soon on the CW's 4400, <laughs> which is great because I had a momentary lapse a couple days ago as I was reading this. And I was like, wait a second, the 4400, wasn't that on another network and ended like years ago? And now it's coming back. And this is very exciting. Wilder, welcome to the show. It's good to have you. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. Also, I saw you got the pronouns right. I was like, Thank you. I was prepared to be like, um, it's, uh, it's, 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 uh. no, I know. I know. I know. Trust me. I've had lots of practice. So very, of course. Yeah. I mean, that's just, that's uh journalism 101, I think. I agree. Uh, yes. And uh, absolutely. So this is a great show because you play a fantastic character in this. Well, let's, let's back up a little bit. So for our listeners who are familiar with the original, this is, this is not really a reboot, but just kind of like a retelling, essentially, right? Definitely. I would definitely describe it that way. Yeah, the show, I mean, a couple of the core parts are the same. You know, 4,400 people show up out of the blue. Um, but the location is different. The way the characters are treated, I would say, is different. Um, and it's a whole new cast and crew. Okay, so if you're listening to this episode in the next day or two, and you have not... <laughs> and you want to binge watch this on Netflix, you can, but you're not going to get the same um, storylines or it's, I mean, the concept is the same 4,400 people, but past that, this is a completely different thing. I've seen a screener of the first episode. I don't want to talk about too much, but you have a fantastic role in this. Uh, Agent uh, Jessica Tanner, um, you're part of the Department of Homeland Security. And this is public knowledge, by the way, because there was just a massive press release about this on deadline. So let's talk about your character and sort of how they fit into the story and, and sort of what people can expect, essentially. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, Jessica is uh, a member of the Department of Homeland Security. Um, she is sort of thrown into the situation, the same as everybody else. Uh, the show takes place in Detroit and she is sort of tasked with figuring out who these people are, how they got there um, and what potential threat they pose to society. Um, unlike the original, the 4400 do not appear in, sorry, yes. In, in the original show, the 4400 appear in like a, this big ball of light. Everybody sees yeah. them, it's kind of public knowledge. Whereas uh, our group appears in the middle of the night. Um, 
So the government has their hands on it immediately. And it's sort of like local news, but it's not as widely understood. So pretty much they show up, they get taken to government custody immediately. And then it just gets handed over to me and a couple of other people. Uh, and they're just like, okay, who are these people? Why are they here? We got to figure it out. Um, yeah. <laughs> that And that's essentially a, a really good synopsis of the show because... You know, instead of like appearing, you know, like out of the ocean or some crazy thing, you know, is this are, are they defecting like, you know, those kinds of questions that got answered or proposed, I guess you could say in, in the original series. I, the, the original one that I saw, I was a little late to the party on. I think they were just in their next two or last season. Mm. And I binged it on Netflix when it came out originally. But I'm excited because. Uh, from what I've seen so far, this really is just completely different. Like, there, you can't really compare the two. Totally. And you are dealing with a lot of different subject matter as well, from what I can tell, um, in the current culture that we're in and sort of just really kind of addressing a bunch of questions. So I would imagine this is very important just for you as an actor to really kind of be able to tackle a project that's current and relevant, right? And and although it is fun, and that's why we watch these things, but what are your kind of your hopes, if you have or can say, or maybe it's out of your jurisdiction, perhaps, in your opinion, like what people can expect or what you hope they walk away from, um, you know, when they get a chance to watch this again, because it's just fantastic. Man, that is a really great question. Um, so there's sort of like a multi-layered answer. Essentially, if you go back and watch the original 4400, you notice that the show is punching like way above its weight class at the time and is trying to talk about these issues of yeah. racism and workplace discrimination and stuff like that. Um, and it's not that they don't achieve it, but it was sort of way ahead of what was happening at the time. Um, so this show kind of brings us back to those same questions. And something that I think that it does really well is it shows the stories of the abductees right before they get abducted as well. So you get to know these characters on a different level and get to see what it was they were struggling with in the past and then how that comes to clash with uh, a United States that has changed, but also like kind of not that much in some ways. Um, so, I mean, what I, what I hope people take away from this is, you know, honestly, it's, it's that people have been different for a very long time. And I, that's yeah. sort of a, a blanket term to say that, but we have this amazing group of characters that have been struggling with gender dysphoria, that have been struggling with uh, family dynamics, with queerness, with racism, way, way back, a hundred years back. Um, these struggles are not new and they're just as relevant as they are today as they were. Like, these are not new problems. And I also hope that everyone uh, just basks in like the beauty of what it what happens when you have that diversity behind the camera as well as in front of you. Yeah, I think that's important. You know, and and I heard an interview one time with Denzel Washington. It was a film that he was in recently, and I'm I'm not quoting this correctly, but you know, they asked him, Well, why did you choose to have a black director for this film? Why couldn't you have chosen somebody else? And he answered the question with the same way that you just did it's 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 cultural appropriation it's relationships it's connection it's understanding you know what things are like and it's like well you know 
Goodfellas was directed by Martin Scorsese. It's about cultural understanding. It could have been directed by Steven Spielberg, but like it would have been weird. So I think the fact that you, <laughs> that's a big statement, but it's true. Like, so to have people involved in a project who understand these things and, and like you said, so eloquently, it's not anything new. It's things that have been happening for a very long time, but now is an opportunity, I think, is is the tides are changing in Hollywood and these projects are getting a different kind of attention than what they may have in the past, which is really unfortunate, I have to say. I mean, this show, going all the way back originally in 2004, I think is when it started, or, or maybe, yeah, right around there. And again, sort of punching above the weight class of dealing with things, kind of like tapping at the wall, I guess totally. you could say. And now you and everybody are coming along and wiping the fog off the mirror, so to speak, and really sort of letting people see clearly. And I think even in the press releases that came about this when it was announced that, you know, Wilder is going to be in this, it's like people are like getting this buzz going, oh, this is interesting, you know. Mm. And I think it's great. I'm excited to see it uh, full on. And I think people are going to be happy it's going to do a lot of fan service for folks i i definitely think it will as well and i what i hope people also come away with this feeling is a sense of kinship to these characters yeah. who like i said have been struggling way before they get here and then have a whole new set of things to deal with but like they i think also the the way it kind of differs from the uh previous version is the way they connect to each other and i think without giving too much away like you don't see as much like breaking from the pack as much. They do feel like this is us together. We are solving these problems and connecting in a way that maybe you wouldn't expect given these kind of harrowing circumstances. Yeah, very fascinating. The 4400, which is highly anticipated on the CW. And I think people are just going to be blown away by it. Like I said, the first episode was just so good and now i'm i'm waiting for more so let's talk about some other projects that you have been a part of because you've done a lot um you were on the second season of the showtime hits series uh the l word generation q which again was another retelling <laughs> what's that i was like seminal yeah <laughs> it was fantastic like it just all these amazing things and you've been a part of some um, film festivals and that sort of thing. But let's talk about this as we wrap up here. Sort of your introduction to storytelling, Wilder, and what really interested you in becoming a part of this crazy world of, of film and television and theater and all of the things. Right, right, all the things. Um, you know, honestly, I was really into visual art as, as a kid and uh, got into theater pretty early as well. And my parents were like, okay, you're really annoying. Like, we got to outlet for this energy um and then when i was 17 i uh i took this film course um this like acting for the camera course we had to bring in um examples of what we thought was really good film acting none of us brought in anything so a ta showed us what he thought was really good film acting <laughs> it was this show uh this movie uh, warrior with tom hardy um okay. and i that is not the kind of thing i would have watched at 17 i was bored out of my mind i'm watching it and uh I want to say Nick Nolte was in it. Don't quote me, but we are filming this. Um, but anyway, there's like stellar acting happening. And as I'm watching this story that I just like could not 
care about, I'm, it struck me how beautiful the frame was. Like I never thought about, there was like a visual aspect to movies. I thought it was just like theater, but in front of a camera. Um, and then I realized that like, oh my gosh, like visual art plus theater equals film and television. And from that moment on, I was like, I don't wanna do anything else. Um, yeah. And I've gotten the opportunity to work behind the camera as well, which has been a very like full circle affirming experience as well. And I understand too, as an actor, when you have that opportunity to get behind the camera, you have a, an understanding that's different, that how to talk to actors and interact with them and really get what you want, basically. Uh, it sounded weird. As a performer, <laughs> like, you you know what I mean? Like, how you can ask for things in their performance. Uh, because you've been on the opposite side where you've maybe had a director uh, that might be difficult, so to speak, whatever that means, or just kind of hard to understand oh, as a performer. Totally. Yeah, I think it's great. Um, and again, a lot of these projects you've been a part of are just fantastic. Um, the 4400, which will premiere Monday. on 20 Monday. Uh, this episode will release quite soon and you can see Wilder. Uh, they, they just do a fantastic job. Be sure to check them out on this amazing project. Uh, Wilder, thanks for joining me today. I oh, appreciate of course, it. Brett, it was a pleasure. That brings today's show to a close. Goodly do. Thanks for stopping by. If you enjoyed the episode, feel free to share it with a friend and subscribe. It's absolutely free. The views and opinions of the guests do not necessarily reflect those of the host. Autobots, roll out. Go home.